0: Hey listeners, this is Josh. I'm coming to you live from Roswell, New Mexico. Me and my dog decided to do a solo camping trip. We are camped here at the Bottomless Lake, which is about 12 miles outside of Roswell. Now, I know many of you are probably assuming I'm going to cover the Roswell crash of 1947. As much as I would love to, that will probably be a later episode. I want to be able to give it 100%. There are lots of details in the case, and I will probably be breaking it up into segments. Since it has been a while, I wanted to stick to something short and sweet before I tackled a longer session. My apologies for not uploading anything for a while. 2020 was a crazy year for everyone, and we are all recovering finally from it. Now, with further ado, let's jump into tonight's show. I will be covering the myths and legends that surround the small town of Roswell, New Mexico. Many small towns from all around have their own myths and legends, which I find to be very interesting. Where do they originate from? First on our list that we're going to discuss is the goat man of the pecan fields. There are quite a few pecan orchards in Roswell. There are some as you're coming into the, the town, and there are some as you are exiting the town. So this orchard is located west of Roswell, and it looks old. As legend goes, the orchard is said to be home to a clever goat man, a man with horns and the hind legs of a goat. He is said to live in the trees and protects the orchards from thieves. He can be heard on dark nights, bleeding like a goat high above the ground. So if you're ever in Roswell, it's probably best to steer clear from the orchards. This story reminds me of one my grandma used to tell. I believe it took place in the 1940s, maybe the 1930s, at this dance called the Cotton Club, which I'm pretty sure was just a barn, a giant barn. But at the dance was a very attractive man in a red suit. Nobody knew who he was. But he was catching everyone's attention. He could also dance extremely well. There was no one else that had moves like him. He was dancing with a woman that he had just met. He kept twirling the girl around, and moving his body faster and faster. Then suddenly the woman stopped and noticed everyone had stopped dancing on the floor. They were all looking at the man. However... They weren't looking at him, at his face. They were looking at him, at his legs. They were chicken legs. They looked back up at him and his appearance had changed. He was no longer the attractive man they once saw, but a half man, half chicken. He told them, you all, all are going to burn in hell. He let out an evil laugh and quickly ran out the door, then disappeared. Okay, I apologize if you do hear strange noises in the background. That's just my dog. We jumped in the cross track to give us a more quiet recording place. So, I'll get back to the story. Now, second on the list is the Fuller Plumbing Supply death. In Roswell, there's a small building called the Fuller Plumbing Supply. This building was constructed at the height of the Cold War paranoia. So the owners built a bomb shelter in the basement. You have to use an old freight elevator to get down to it. Supposedly, there is a ghost that haunts the premises a man by the name of Mac Udi. He was an employee here. He ended up taking his own life. Now, I'm not sure if that was on the property, or the uh, business, or if it was at home, but it's said that his ghost still roams the building and he pulls pranks. are passing through Roswell you will notice the Chavez County Courthouse which has a light green dome. It's hard to miss. It was a place where years ago many violent killers were executed. Also numerous reports have surfaced regarding a supernatural phenomenon on the property. They say if you listen you can hear the ghostly cries of deceased children echoing through the halls. Supposed hot spot is the basement where the crying can be heard the loudest. Next on the list is the New Mexico Rehabilitation Center. It is said to be the most haunted location. Multiple ghosts haunt this building, including, including one of the workers called Old Scratch. Now, I don't, I don't make up these names, but that's what it says, Old Scratch. There are also reports of doors slamming and footsteps coming from a second floor ward, which is no longer in use. The rehabilitation facility sits on top of where the Walker Air Force Base used to be. Now, if you're not familiar with this base, you should be. But this is where the aliens were supposedly taken after, after the 1947 Roswell crash. The ward where much of the strange activity comes from was allegedly where they performed autopsies on these aliens. Staff members have reported seeing ghosts that don't look human around the facility. I attempted to visit, but it looks like it is undergoing some construction. I was able to check out the historical marker that says Walker Air Force Base, where it, where it once stood. That was pretty neat. I also believe they moved the marker away from the base area so that people don't know the real truth that is built right on top of one another. Now fifth on the list is the New Mexico Military Institute here they do not use the letter J to label any of the troops because they they believe that the letter is cursed so they stay away from that. In the early 1800s Juliet Troop was tasked to go out and defend the school from Native Americans. After the huge battle that suit the entire troop was wiped out and a giant clock tower was built in their memory it is said that on cold days you can look up at the tower and see the faces of the soldiers who lost their lives looking back at you now that is creepy nearing the end of the Myths and Legends. Now, this is number six. Dino on the Loose. A man by the name of Mark Cram encountered a strange sight in Roswell. To his surprise, his uncle's dog was chasing something in a field near the house. It wasn't a cat, wasn't a fox, wasn't a raccoon or a coyote. This creature resembled a small dinosaur. Graham quickly reported the creature. It was very small, dark tan, and was running on its hind legs and had a long neck and small arms. It led him to believe that what he was witnessing was some type of prehistoric dinosaur, a mini dinosaur sighting. Now these have these are pretty prevalent, especially in Colorado. But after this incident, Many believe that the elusive creatures have started to migrate away from their original home, wherever that is, and near, they're moving in near the outskirts of Roswell. Now, I saved the best for last. Bottomless Lake State Park. This lake is said to be 90 feet deep. Now, before they discovered this fact, multiple cowboys attempted to measure the lake. They always ran out of rope, though, so they gave up any attempt. Around the lake, there have been sightings of a half-man, half-octopus octopus hybrid that likes to peek its head out of the water from time to time, as well as a giant jellyfish measures 20 feet long which will occasionally resurface on land for a little bit. Now I would not go scuba diving in these lakes. There's no telling what is down there. The lakes are hangout spots for young teenagers so stories grow, change and get passed down from generation to the next generation. My mother grew up hearing this next bit. We have family in Roswell. It's been years since we've spoken with them. So but one of the most well-known legends is that the lake has unknown magical powers. Some people believe the lakes are truly bottomless. They also believe that when you drop something in the lake, it somehow gets transported to a faraway underground cavern somewhere. weeks ago I was camping here at Bottoms Lake State Park and I heard drumming for most of the night. I couldn't go to sleep until I eventually passed out, which was about 2 a.m. I couldn't identify what I kept hearing, which bothered the hell out of me. And it was eerie. Many places all over the U.S. were populated by many Native American tribes. So it isn't hard to imagine why I kept hearing drumming sounds. I just couldn't find any information about the the states or which tribe that lived here or were just migrating through. So, I don't know. Hey guys thanks for tuning in and give, giving this podcast a listen and as always take care of one another um and tune in next episode as i will be discussing the lubbock texas ufo lights i will travel there and camp out as well and then i will think of other segments that i can travel to and probably do this again this is actually really fun But you guys take care and you will hear from me soon.